you ever scare yourself by walking past any scenery or? <laughs> 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 um, I do have a funny story. Look down. Welcome. Hello and welcome back to the Don't Look Down podcast. Before we begin, I just need to let you know I apologise in advance for the bad audio quality towards the start. Uh, theme Park Draft had a bit of an echo, I believe, and my audio is just generally bad. I, I'm so sorry about that. Thank you for sticking around to watch the Don't Look Down podcast. Uh, today we have a very exciting episode. You'll find out more in just a minute. Apart from that, enjoy the podcast. Hello and welcome back to the Don't Look Down podcast. Today we have a very special guest. It's Rebecca. Uh, she is a rider operator from Chesterton and she's also doing acting in Creepy Caves. Um, for is it two years or three years? This would be my second year. Ooh. Your second year? Yeah. Uh, so yeah, that'd be interesting. Um, so I've got a couple of questions at the start. I think Robert's got them as well. Um, so what got you into theme parks and uh, into the whole industry? Oh, there's so many reasons, but I'm... I've been a big fan of theme parks ever since I was younger. Chesington is my home park, so I've been always coming there since I was very young. Um, what got me into going into rides is just the fascination with a theme park. I've always been a, a very, I, I believe, <laughs> a very creative person. Um, so sort of seeing the way in which sort of places like Orton Towers have done their stuff, some theme parks in Europe. It's just a really cool atmosphere to be around. So um, I started working at Chessington um, in 2014, simply as a food and beverage host. Um, <laughs> but I wanted more, obviously, more yeah. people want to have the better experience. So uh, 2016, I transferred to rides mm. and sort of I've I've not escaped since <laughs> so <laughs> yeah sort of gone up sort of up the chain sort of obviously of, of course being yeah. first into operating and then now into my permanent role I'm a permanent ride operator trainer so any attendant or operator oh, cool. which you've seen I have most likely trained them <laughs> do you do, you do ride hosts as well yes it's just a really fun place to be around. And then yeah. sort of the way in which I got into caves um, with Creepy Caves in sort of general. Um, I've been a massive fan of what Chesington have done for Halloween for yonks. Yeah. Obviously, I've, I remember it being Halloween Hocus Pocus and sort of doing stuff like Curse of Lost Tomb, uh, one of the vampire attractions um, heading into also like Mystery of Hocus Pocus Hall yeah. and obviously when Caves came into play it was a totally different ball game and yeah. I just wanted to be a part of it so bad um, as like for my education as well I've done performing arts yeah, and like graduated god knows how many years ago now um, but I wanted to see what it was like to sort of do scare acting so yeah. yeah it's a completely like i said it's a completely different ball game to be a part of and yeah it's the energy level is heightened to a hundred when you're doing stuff like that i mean yeah we've seen stuff in which people have done at thought park and you look at sort of the past mazes like hellgate and seven and asylum and you're like i want to be a part of that yeah and so um last year 
um, I sort of, I went up to one of the entertainment's team and I was like, do you need a hand? Um, obviously, <laughs> me still working in Rise, they were just like, yeah, sure, why not? And I was like, oh, what do you want to be? Or what, what do you want me to do? And like me thinking, oh, I'll probably just be uh, like a host for like spiders or like a bush in Trick or Treat Wood. But they were like, yeah. no, 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 no. How about creepy caves? And I was like, okay, full on the deep end then. That's yeah. fine. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I, I bought uh, for about, for, I think it was about six dates. Um, I did creepy caves and then I obviously did the after dark experience where I tormented many a person. Um, <laughs> and then uh, this year, obviously, obviously with the current circumstances, I, I've, I was sort of intrigued of what they were going to do. And obviously I'm, I'm very glad that um, Chessington in general have um, made it incredibly safe for the, like in general to even operate as a park which I'm Absolutely. very proud to be a part of um, and then obviously with Creepy Caves Resurgence I was like I, I need to know more and or be a part of it again so yeah. I basically just did the same thing I was like Lord Saviors of the Entertainment Team do you need a hand <laughs> and yeah. lo and behold they did um, yeah. so re- right now I'm in my well from tomorrow anyway i'll be doing two more days in creepy case resurgence and it's been a blast how many have you done them so this year i've only done four dates so i did the 25th and 26th and then obviously i'm going to be doing the 30th and halloween yeah it'll be it's a short span but yeah better than not better than not being able to do it exactly like (laughs) i haven't done i mean a lot of people in the entertainment industry and especially with theme park entertainments, obviously we've taken a bit of a hit, obviously yeah. like with, with Chessington in general, like obviously we haven't been able to, when we reopened, we won't be able to do the, the Gruffalo Groove show. We won't be able to, we weren't able to do what we wanted to do for the summer. Um, yeah. So it, it's really good that they've also given sort of, the entertainment industry and all parts and people of the entertainment industry actor wise sort yeah. of the chance to do this sort of thing because yeah i've never seen such a a, a wide range of people <laughs> like do different things i mean obviously going to the event like yourselves and obviously me seeing it firsthand with some of my rides i obviously have a lot of uh the some most of my rides are part of the the queue lines come alive yeah. um so mm. seeing them do their thing is just amazing and yeah. obviously with creepy caves resurgence um the cast in there are absolutely amazing and legit i'm just super glad that we were able to do it, it yeah a great success you wouldn't think that it would happen during yeah a global viral pandemic yeah but it, it works so yeah yeah well that, that's really definitely a, a thing that i think merlin on hold done really well with fright night scarefest and especially chessington they've done it in a really safe way i think yeah with all, all the masks definitely. and the social they've done yeah. the maximum of what they can do yeah and it's down to us to follow it and i think there's some other events um i'm not gonna say any because i don't know pacifics but the, the actors aren't wearing masks and it doesn't look very safe and i don't think they will continue very long but i think that this event in particular 
the way it's done it is is very good and I think it's interesting creepy caves because as I was telling Robert just before we joined the call creepy caves used to be that family walkthrough and I think that transformation into the attraction I'm not too sure how it came about but I think it's it's a brilliant I think it's a brilliant idea um I haven't managed to do it this year but I did do it last year it was incredibly scary um but yeah I mean, if it um, wasn't scary, we'd be having problems. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was running at that. Um, but again, this year it's been inverted, so you're going in the opposite oh. direction now. Yes. Uh, similar theme with Platform 15 being inverted as well. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's uh, interesting. So can you tell me a bit about the maze this year in particular um, and how it's kind of laid out? So with... With Creepy Case Resurgence, obviously, like you said, um, it's a completely different, a completely different route. We've literally turned the maze upside down. Um, so what used to be the beginning is now the end. What's the end was now is now the beginning. Yeah. Um, obviously, what comes with that also comes with the storyline because the way in which the maze is set out um obviously you guys have done it last year i um, haven't done it when it comes to you going into when it comes into going into the lab to then going into the first corridor it it that's like your it's like the doorway to like another realm so you have to find another way in order to sort of recreate that like sort of door smack and then like oh another dimension excellent (laughs) um yeah so with, with this year um obviously to keep it COVID safe um the beginning in self spoiler alert just saying spoiler alert um, you go in um you go in and obviously you meet the lovely scientist who is part of crisis world organization and research um if any of you do not know fun fact it's just the definition of chessington world of adventures resort um (laughs) so you just meet (laughs) It's the tea. Um, you obviously meet him, but obviously there is no, there is no dialogue. He is a complete mute. Um, so you have just okay. got to sort of figure out what you're gonna be doing and where yeah. you're gonna go, and then obviously all hell breaks loose and you essentially meet the rebellion. So the way yeah. in which it works is that you go into a decontamination, um, and then you go into the first part of the rebellion story so that is where uh the uv room um was all the glow in the dark stuff um then sort of walking around into uh strobe which is more stroby than i remember from last year <laughs> i walk into it and i'm like i cannot see anything <laughs> there's like a lot of there's when i say that there is so much smoke thomas the tank engine would be jealous I literally do. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then what used to be our living quarters um, has now completely been raided. There is rub- rubbish everywhere. Um, yeah. Essentially, you're going into uh, the main the main plot point is that the rebellion are trying to stop Crisis World organization and try and blow up the facility yeah uh so yeah um with going in it um you're sort of the further you go in the worse it gets 
in in a good way. So um, it gives you kind of a false sense yeah. of security at the beginning. Yeah. You get the from the beginning, you get that sort of false sense, like like oh I'm safe, oh I'm okay. Oh, it won't be too bad. Oh, yeah. uh, and then and then like the moment the sirens go, you're like oh, this is about to go down. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's the same as last year. The moment the sirens go off, you know you're in trouble. Um, and then obviously with the finale, uh, you meet the two crucial rebellion members who essentially go boom with the whole facility and you get chased out like a madman. Oh, um, but I personally like this sort of route in which you'd go in and... Yeah. The way in which it's all yeah. dealt out, especially it's very it's very actor friendly as well. Um there is obviously loads of mazes in which like you see and you do wonder how on earth an actor like manages to sort of make their way through it and this one is pretty much like a swimmingly good uh, like a good way of going around it because you're essentially you're in sort of sort of little packs so last year um you'd all sort of go in one group yeah all, all the actors would be together you would like scare people in the first corridor then you would like disperse into like the rat runs into different like hidey holes and then you'd meet again in the finale but obviously for social distancing reasons um we can't do that so yeah. everyone is allocated everyone's allocated a certain section of that maze um and then like every half hour to every hour we then move to another section but obviously yeah. without sort of bumping into each other we have to sort yeah. of go like one in one out sort of situation yeah. but it's still it's still easy to get through I personally find it a lot easier to make my way around apart from the strobe but it's still yeah. <laughs> an easier way to get around but yeah. this year with with the route I, I think a lot of people who are fans of creepy caves and who haven't done it yet um, will actually be shook at the fact of it's a completely different space. What yeah. you saw last year is has literally changed. Like yeah. I walked in for the first time when I did my first run, and I was like, "Where am I?" <laughs> I was like, "This is not what I remember at all." Yeah. But like once you yeah. get the hang of it, especially in the space, it's. Oh, it's a blast. We're going to quickly move on to your ride operating. We will definitely go back to Creepy Caves and your scare acting very soon. Uh, in terms of ride operating, what rides do you do or have you done at Chessington? Too many to count. Um, <laughs> currently, um, my sort of ride lineup in my team especially, um, mm. I have rides like the Vampire, Tomb Blaster, yeah. Scorpion Express um, with our smaller ones. I have Treetop Hoppers, which has now done a 180 in the rainforest. Um, <laughs> yeah. uh, the Chessington Adventure Tree, and I'm also one of the leading people in Rumanabrum and Magical Journey. Oh, so you've got quite a lot. Quite a handful. <laughs> yeah. What would you say out of those is your favourite, probably, then? What, what one of those is your favourite to, to run? Oh. I mean, it, it depends. Like, obviously, splitting it from, like, ride to attractions. Yeah. Um, Ride-wise, I absolutely love Operating Vampire. It's yeah. absolute... Like, it's like a childhood goal when yeah. I got that in the bag. That was awesome. Do and you do... It, 
Do you do the dispatch announcement? Of course I do. I am all, for me. Um, <laughs> it's it's quite interesting considering that anyone else who has done it in in the past, um, obviously has been male. Um, I am yeah. currently the only female operator who does their own sort of dispatches, which is kind of like a little weird. Did you do the me. one from the Powers Towers? <laughs> I was just about to ask that. I'm sure I recognised you. It's me. <laughs> that was my favorite. That's the one I was going to pull. I am the person in Powers Towers. <laughs> Love that. Logs. Not on the camera. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, no, but it so was like me and a couple of. Uh, a couple of seasonals and management also also yeah. do it. Obviously, currently not now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I eventually get it back. Maybe Christmas. I'll 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 make myself a little like vampire yeah. dispatch Christmas edition. I'll definitely be there on Christmas to <laughs> see that one. Um, um, so but attraction wise, attraction wise, I I really like uh, doing them on a broom. Yeah. Like I I've essentially been a part of a part of it from like day dot so it's kind of like my own little like baby i, I appreciate yeah. it i'm currently a bit like dumbfounded not dumbfounded i'm a bit like on the fence of it obviously currently right now with the procedures it's um, in a bit of a mess at the moment it's a bit of a, it's a but bit they're of doing a the best of what they can do <laughs> but like I, I know robert hasn't been on it since they've done um all these changes I'm, but I'm done yeah, yeah you haven't done it ever but um normally it's really good how they got the senses and you go through the scenes but now they let you in in family groups and yeah. uh the sensors always it's, yeah it's a mission you have to time it your you have to time it very very well when you let them yeah because otherwise people just miss stuff and you're like no <laughs> you're not going to go through the bird scene at that time what are you doing <laughs> Because uh, when you yeah. go in there at the moment, you get about fifty different audios you can hear. <laughs> but um, <laughs> normally, yeah, exactly. So it sounds it sounds like it at times can be quite difficult to work on. Uh, in normal circumstances, it is yeah, quite good. How easy. Yeah. How would you? What would you say then? The easiest ride or attraction that you operate is uh, in normal circumstances or at the moment? Ah. <laughs> easiest one to operate would be Tomb Blaster in oh, really? my eyes. It, in <laughs> is it pretty much autopilot? Tomb Blaster is interesting because um, with Tomb um, essentially you're just manning the trains so yeah. all I literally have to do is watch people on the ride on oh, CCTV Sometimes they're idiots, sometimes they're not. Um, and then <laughs> I literally press like a dispatch button, and then oh, I bring the train on to offload, and that's with another button. I literally <laughs> buttons. It's great. <laughs> Is it easier than treetop hoppers? Oh yeah, treetop oh. hoppers. I mean, currently it's now treetop hopper, but <laughs> oh. is one of them down? One of them is currently down at the minute. So yeah. currently we're just <laughs> announcing it as the treetop hopper is this. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Tomb Blaster um, is the easiest to operate, definitely. Yeah, fair yeah. enough. Fair enough. Fair enough. With Tomb Blaster, um, we were talking to Nick Hudson about this and the whole refurbishment project. Yeah. And he was saying how complicated it was to program. So <laughs> it must be complicated behind the scenes as well, because there's so many effects and things triggered. I mean, it it, it is a bit of a, a mission. I personally really, I really like what they've done. Um, Tomb Blaster. It's 
it's a good refresh. We are known for our refresh slash refurbishment moments. <laughs> um, yeah, we are essentially on, the gods of refurbishing things. Um, it's but... better than leaving stuff SPNO. Just gonna say. it is a bit of a mission because obviously sometimes obviously engineers trying to work on something and sometimes the day exactly might be like one or two things that effects that go down yeah and there is literally nothing more that we can do um which is which is a bit of a shame because we would love to have everything Working all the time. Working all the time. It would make our lives a whole lot easier. It makes everyone's trips a lot more fun. But there there are always going to be complications. Um, It is a very... What they've done is very complex. Um, With some of the original stuff, obviously, a lot of people, like I've said, oh, like some of the targets aren't working and everything. (laughs) But it's literally because... um, It's literally because they wanted to develop it more... As, as a story, story. Yeah. so what is now currently like for example i'm just gonna make it the easiest way possible with targets yeah what you'd usually have we used we used to have like a sea of them you could see them from miles away <laughs> yeah Luke Hudson described it as a uh, egyptian <laughs> christmas tree yes in there before. <laughs> <laughs> an egyptian christmas tree that I'm literally going to take that and run with it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Do you do you think the ride would? I mean, I'm pretty sure you're going to say yes, but do you think the ride would benefit from having all the the lasers and targets removed, or do you think it adds to the experience? I think it brings a interactive element to the ride. Obviously, yeah. A lot of people are big fans of Terra Tomb, and obviously. They, they want to have that that did look incredible like experience of like remembering what the wonderful world of Terra Tomb and yeah. would be um but I, I like the interactive element it it's yeah. the way yeah. the, the story enough. that sort of entails or now the story entails yeah. is that you you are there to complete a mission well you think um yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah um like completing this mission, helping out, and essentially coming out as the hero. Yeah, and I think that's yeah. really good, especially for younger kids, who like who obviously at first they're they're absolutely terrified. They're hearing big booms and they're hearing this massive like like yeah. un, like finally voice. after five thousand years. Some fool has disturbed my chamber, and I have been awoken. I've been there today. So, <laughs> sure. Listening to it for hours on end can bring yeah. weirdness to a person. But yeah. it's one of those things where, like, a kid will go on it. They at first they'll be a bit scared. They'll be like, "Oh, I'm not sure." But then when you when you explain to them, like, "You're helping us out here," like. Yeah, you need to have that with them, and then by the time that they get off, they're like, "Oh, I did it! I completed it! I've destroyed the curse! It's all great!" And then yeah. it, it's something to sort of like put in like the memory box for later. Like it, yeah. it, it, it makes it makes our day a lot better. Like yeah. seeing sort of little kids just be like, "I did it!" and we're like, "Yeah, you did! Mm. <laughs> you're all this day! Congratulations!" <laughs> um, <laughs> But yeah, it, it's I think cool. it's definitely like a mixture of Terra Tomb and Tomb Blaster. Yeah. And I think it really works because now there's a reason for you having guns. Now there's yes. a story. Yes. Um, which I think 
is really good. Yeah. Um, yeah. Going back to your acting then. Um, now, this is a really stupid question, probably. But a few years ago, I watched an interview with another scare actor at, like, Towers. And one of the questions they asked, oh, maybe it was at Thorpe, do you ever, like, get scared? Do you ever scare yourself by walking past any scenery or...? <laughs> Um, I do have a funny story about that so I'm like I said I'm a really big fan of of horror mazes and especially with like the Merlin events like Scarefest, Thorpe and everything and obviously when you go through it as as a guest like you (laughs) you you kind of you're just in such like a weird headspace that you're a bit like I don't know what I'm looking at I'm just going to walk straight and hope for the best Um, (laughs) when you fully look at like all the details when you're actually in it as an actor there are some things in which like you do realise and you do look at and you just go what? (laughs) so it was no it was this year so when I got shown round um, just to be shown what health and safety procedure stuff yeah um i <laughs> we went into the strobe room and i only remember it from one way so obviously you would the doors would open and then you'd go into the uv room and then for yeah. none however it's the other way round. yeah so yeah i walk around the corner and i look up and i just go ah <laughs> so captain goes what 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 and i'm like there's a person there is not a person it's just two <laughs> sets of trouser legs and two boots that are sticking out of the wall. <laughs> and I was just like, how on earth? Like, how did I not notice that? Like, the amount of times I ran around in a circle, did I not see them? I sort of just looked up and I went, oh my God. <laughs> it was one of those things. And then, what was it? I think it was towards the end of last year. I was doing, I think I was doing an After Dark. And <laughs> I was doing it after dark, and um, I was I was essentially I was <laughs> throwing people about, picking people up left, right, and centre, <laughs> and like not actually full on yeeting people. That's not safe. But still, I was I was I picked up someone, and I like I did like a full one eighty, and there are these like mummified like skeletons that are like inside like some of the living quarter bits. Yeah. I was really close to one of like the windows and I just turn around and one of them is like right in like inches away from my face. And I just happened just to slip the person out of my arms out of fear. I was just like, oh, oh no. And then <laughs> I just had to like re-clock in being like, you're still a mutant, Becca. And I was like, oh, so like get scared and then try and scare someone else was a bit of a mission but the trouser one the trouser one did get me good yeah so it's literally just trouser legs and boots attached to a wall but still the fear was there <laughs> yeah so operating vampire i want to go back to that um because oh. that is quite an interesting ride is it easy because you've got the obviously the two lift hills and things yeah is that an easy one to do or it essentially yes it the moment the train dispatches it's sort of goes in its own little merry way is <laughs> the beauty of science um but yeah it, it's really it's easy to operate um but with like efficiency like we really have that is our that is our main priority like 
Yeah. Health and safety wise, obviously, is our number one. But like second to that, ride wise, efficiency is like the, the the strong number two. So, like you have to you have to have a really good team down there, and obviously, obviously we need to obviously have the the speed <laughs> to get yeah. people through an hour as possible. But luckily, the system does it essentially itself. All you got to do is just turn a few dials and then essentially I just press two dispatch buttons and off it goes on its merry way. And yeah. obviously when it comes to, to breakdowns, it's a really smart system, um, yeah. a very safe system. So obviously I'll be notified by anything. Like even if it's like something has happened on left two, it'll just be like, boop, this has happened. And I'm like, ah, oh, thank you very much machine. And then I will contact someone. <laughs> but yeah, okay. yeah it, it, it's essentially its own entity which is is kind of a blessing as a ride operator because yeah if if, uh, if it's more manual it's a lot harder to operate and it's a lot harder to keep up the efficiency if you have more of an automatic system like uh vampire and tomb blaster um essentially yeah. they just work themselves until they just stop <laughs> yeah uh so with the breakdown is it relatively easy oh, normally yeah relatively easy like obviously we end up sort of catering making sure that the staff um the staff are okay for one our guests are safe and okay like for example if someone were to um like unfasten their seatbelt by accident we have all the procedures sort of in place yeah. to make sure that obviously we're doing everything as fast as possible to get the thing back up and running but also like I said, health and safety is our number one priority on resort. And obviously, if you don't cater, for, like I said, if you don't cater for that, what can you cater for? If you end up just yeah. thinking, ah, oh, they'll be fine. That's not the safe way of thinking. You have to always be on the ball. You can never really relax yeah. as yeah. an operator, which is a bit annoying. Um, <laughs> but it keeps you on your toes. It keeps you thinking. I've I've had multiple different kinds of breakdowns. As, as a member of the Rides and Attractions team, but any single one in which I've had, I don't think there's been one fault between anyone, whether it be guest or staff. Yeah. With yeah. seatbelts, is that a thing you have to look at CCTV or is it like a monitor? Um, so with, with CCTV, yes. <laughs> um, well, obviously, when they get dispatched, we obviously have to sort of essentially Watch double them. check um, our attendance work as well. So Obviously, yeah. as I'm sitting by a window, I literally can see whether people have their seatbelts in or not. 99.9% yeah. .9 of the time, they do. Um, that 1% who'll be like, I wonder if it'd be really funny if I undid a seatbelt right now <laughs> as the train's dispatching. And then I'm like, okay, stop. <laughs> <laughs> but this is just a yeah. long-winded process afterwards. So note to self, everybody, keep your seatbelts in. <laughs> They're there for a reason. <laughs> <laughs> top tip um one more thing um with this year's event obviously we have the alive queues you mentioned earlier um that is i really like the actors in that one and uh i think they're very interactive with guests and do you know do you have anything to say about that <laughs> with uh with our queues coming alive i think it's such a good idea that they have brought back um, obviously, with uh, I'm not sure if anyone would remember, but I remember it when I 
went in when I was younger. Um, they did an event for the vampire's 21st birthday. And they had actors and stuff sort of roaming sort of the, the queue line and and having their own little like mini maze attraction and, and stuff. Yeah. And it's something in which like stuck in the back of my mind because obviously if it, it heightens the experience, it, it heightens the, essentially the story in which you have. Um, obviously with the, the actors who are at my ride, so with, with Tomb and Vampire, they are the sweetest people. They are so good. And um, we, we essentially have to work together to obviously, A, keep the efficiency up um with um with obviously getting people through and not obviously they they can still talk to guests they can still interact with them um but they also know that we have a job to do as well and they they know ah we need to move people on there is no one in the station ah mayday mayday um but yeah it's really cool and especially like i i personally love the um the tomb blaster team who are really cool because obviously they they bring the story which was inside outside so they sort of sort of heighten that storytelling in which um the guys with sana and nick have done which is is awesome the vampire lot are also very very interesting uh, um they're a bit more on the scary side so if you do go to chessington before uh, the end of the halloween event i i would recommend to have a deep conversation with the vampire team they are a bit of a weird lot <laughs> yeah so you were saying with the actors in the tomb blaster queue line uh, how it really adds to the bring the story out and we were talking to nick about this as well some of the outdoor speakers they don't really work and with the music he's obviously done hopefully next year we'll get some new speakers and things and it really brings in that atmosphere to with all obviously the atmospheric sounds as well as the music i think it really creates that atmosphere in the whole area uh, as a whole and i'm really excited for that um, as well, fourth time I said that. <laughs> hoping for outside my like speakers and stuff as well. Yeah, it, it's a lot easier for us as well because with with stuff like breakdowns and everything, we can't really communicate yeah. to the outside world. Yeah, um, yeah. It's only essentially just sort of the inside. I mean, when they did install all the new music and everything, um, we discovered <laughs> we discovered at the beginning of the season. Um, that the the onload PA um, yeah. <laughs> now starts as the outside PA as well. So the two speakers that are by the entrance um, uh, they're connected to the station ones now portrayed to the outside. <sighs> so we had to learn the hard way um, <laughs> that that was meant to be happening because we were like, oh, can we have two or three on the next one? And then you, you have a phone call from River Rafts being like, you know we can hear you, right? And you're like, oh, okay, <laughs> that's fine. <laughs> so we're a lot, we're more sensible now with the PA, but we we really yeah. want to have, like, we really do want to um, sort of make our rights better, even though yeah, they're, yeah. they're old classics. We we are always trying to improve them and make them even better and sort of bring sort of like sort of a freshness back into Refreshing, them. yeah. Yeah. So obviously with Tomb Blaster and everything, it's it's really cool to have that sort of essentially a clean slate with it, with all the yeah. stuff. And it was the same with Room on a Broom. Like obviously everybody loves Hocus Pocus Hall and everything, but it was a good 
It was a good refresh. It's a worthy replacement. Yeah. And I, I mean, say the same about Gruffalo who, and Bubbleworks. And I know some people don't agree. Julia Donaldson, am I right? But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they're definitely there. I think the way they've done it, and I, I always say this about Bubbleworks, the state it was in, I think Gruffalo is a very worthy replacement. I don't think they've cheaped out on it or right. done it in a way. And I think it definitely caters to the to the market they're going for. So yeah. I think it's amazing. Indeed. Slightly off topic. Staff rides. Do you do you get staff rides before and after? Of course I do. I get to test ride them, which is really fun. I literally test rode Vampire this morning. Oh, so <laughs> it, it's better than any form of coffee. It's better than any form of breakfast that you could have in the morning. It's a good fresh air. Um, <laughs> Free rides. Technically getting paid to do it. Like, who doesn't love a classic ride on Tomb Blaster at half nine in the morning? <laughs> I know I don't. So, <laughs> so thank you for talking to us today. Um, where can people find you on Instagram? Whoa. Do a little shout out. <laughs> There's so many things. Um, you can follow me on Instagram uh, at hi I'm Rebecca97. Um, I'm also a TikTok person. I'm sorry, but I'm also <laughs> under uh, Rebecca Wingate. There, we are now. 12.2k strong so other than that oh, well i'll see you around <laughs> stay safe everyone stay safe <laughs> thank you so much for listening and remember next time you go on a roller coaster don't look down cut this out. <laughs> don't cut it out <laughs> oh wait i want to hear this do it again <laughs> so we always go at the end next time you go on, you do. don't look down we just make a joke at the end <laughs> And then Robert goes, so what if it's a flying ghost? Don't look left.